We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Hey, Rhonda. Hi, Lori. How's it going? You know, today, to be really honest, I'm not doing that well. I am doing well, but not doing that well. Yeah. If that makes sense. I have been struggling in the past couple of days under quite a bit, I feel like anxiety and oppression, a spiritual warfare. And so these past couple of days, it's really been a lot of a struggle to just maintain peace and to maintain um, just clarity and what I'm experiencing. And it's really an on, like an onslaught of an attack. I am fully aware of that. And so these past couple of days, I've been okay. I've yeah. been wrestling through quite a bit. Wow. I mean, it's not very often for you and I, eh, that no. we, that, that sort of manifests in a, in an overt, such an overt way. But you know, it's funny that you say that because this past weekend, this past weekend, I, I, I felt very similar, like for quite a few days, something came on at some point and two or three days, maybe Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just pressing through something. What, what is it when you, when that happens to you, what, what does it feel like? What does it feel like in your body when you're, when you're sensing that or you're feeling that? Well, this time I woke up at 4.30 in the morning on Monday, which is yesterday. I woke up out of a like dead sleep, full on anxiety. Now, I don't, I don't usually have a lot of anxiety. I do that I'm aware of. <laughs> I, I may not even be in touch with it, but I don't often have that feeling of like really a physical, physical, exactly feeling overwhelmed. It felt literally like a pit in my stomach where I couldn't breathe and I almost just wanted to vomit it out. Like it was like burning in me that I woke up literally like this. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I got up out of bed. Oh, wow. I went downstairs 430 in the morning, got into my front room, turned on all the lights, sat down with my Bible. And I was like, I know this is an attack. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to navigate this. I I've just got to spend time with the Lord. And I literally had to stand up and pace. And I was praying in the Holy Spirit and just... God. And even in between, I'd be like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It, it literally physically came over me and it began to feast on things that were like lies in my mind and my heart and my spirit of things I just preached and started to just un, just un, unfold all of these things I felt like maybe I did wrong or I failed in or I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have done that. Oh my goodness. And it became like bigger and bigger in my mind. And I could see that the enemy was feasting on this and it was everything in me to create, to just maintain peace. Like I kept coming back into the presence of God and a peace would come over me. And then maybe 10 minutes later, I feel this wave again. It was literally like actually a better way of saying it was like wave after wave. And it was growing in intensity. And uh, I've, I'm kind of at the tail end today, but it's been an exhausting 24 hours because it's literally been this fight for peace, this fight for the presence of God to rule and reign and a fight through something that I'm not sure what is. And I think there is that illusion sometimes that when we are going through things that when we say in the name of Jesus, immediately things break. And yes, in the spiritual realm, we say the name of Jesus and we can't see what's happening. 
but we're walking through something. They don't always just happen. Those fights just don't always lift. We have to kind of fight through things. And so I think this would be a really neat thing for you to share a little bit how that looks for you as well. Yeah. And to kind of maybe unpack this a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Share how does that, how does that manifest for you? Like how you've been walking this through? It's it, it's true because spiritual warfare is a very real, real thing. And it's something that we feel, but it's often because it's happening in the spirit. It's not necessarily something we see and it's not something we fully understand or grasp. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't recognize it immediately. So yeah, sim- very similarly, it can feel similar manifesting on my physical body. Um, You know, about a year ago now, I felt I had, you know, profound time with the Lord and really felt set free from anxiety, stress, dread, from it, everything that kind of created that, that pit in your stomach, you know, that you're like, oh, this is overwhelming, that, that sort of feeling. And so for, you know, a better part of a year, I didn't have any manifestation in my physical body of that feeling of anxiety or that feeling of stress or fear. And, um, And so I've been hyper aware of when it wants to sort of come back or manifest in my body. And from a position of being like, no, anxiety is not from the Lord. No, stress is not from the Lord. Dread is not from the Lord. So I don't want any part of it. I don't want to carry it as a companion, right? And kind of thinking of it in that that way. But there have been a few times, and this past weekend was one of them, where again, that sense in my gut, very similarly, like it manifests deep in my gut where I would imagine my soul realm is. Do you know what I mean? I kind of picture like my heart is where my heart is, but my soul is like deep in my gut. Like it's inside my body in the middle of me. And it's like you feel this just sensation of of anxiety and like uh, like like that pit, almost like you can't eat because mm. it's like filling something inside of you, you know? And um, and as that comes on, I'm like, oh, no, in the name of Jesus. But sometimes it doesn't go away. Very similar to what you're saying. And I'm like, okay, is there sin? Like, is there something that I've allowed or aligned with that's not from God? Or is this something from the enemy that I now have to fight and I now have to push back? And so for me, sometimes I have this picture, you know, as I as I sit and spend some time with the Lord and try to get clarity on this. Because again, we can't see clearly into the spiritual realm. So we don't absolutely know for sure what's happening or which of any of these things are kind of taking place in our life. But I often picture or sense from the Lord that there is a darkness that's pressing in. Mm-hmm. So again, that that sense sometimes when there's a when there's a spiritual warfare or spiritual attack coming on your life, I, I almost sense like this darkness pressing in, and that the spiritual warfare part, the the prayer that you begin, because what what'll start to happen is it awakens my spirit. Actually, when I feel that, mm-hmm. my spirit gets awakened because I don't want that and I don't want to align with that and I don't want that to stay. So it's like my spirit really wakes up and becomes alert and I begin to pray. Mm -hmm. And even as I just go through my entire day and all the things I have to do and I'll be cleaning my house and talking to my kids and doing all my things, but my spirit is praying. My spirit Mm -hmm. is praying, you know, in tongues. Mm -hmm. My spirit is praying, pushing through. And it's like I can feel this pressing 
back of this darkness that's trying to invade, this darkness that's mm-hmm. trying to press against. And so there's this, like you said, that exhaustion is a bit of this push and pull, this warring that's happening mm-hmm. as you're mm-hmm. trying to push back this darkness that you say, wait a second here, wait a second here. I have authority. No, I belong to the king. I'm a part of his kingdom. You have no right to come. But there still is this warring that needs to happen. This actually it's not physical, it's spiritual, but it almost feels physical sometimes, like, because yes. you're pushing back this darkness in your spirit, and it's like continual, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like this mm-hmm. continual state until it lifts. Exactly. Right? It, Is that? It feels exactly like that. And even when you're saying that, there's those epic movies of the war movies when I, I keep hearing the word when it says, hold the line. Right. And usually when you're holding the line is when the enemy is right there like they're literally ready to overtake right it's and you're hold the line you can hear that general yelling hold "Hold the line hold the line and it's the most intense moment yeah until there's a full-on like victory but it's where you're like like it's right face to face and i feel like in those seasons when you are or for myself i'm at that tail end of holding the line of like no enemy i'm not retreating here i'm not shrinking back i'm holding the line and sometimes holding that line takes a bit of time. <laughs> it's not just a quick done victory. And so we are holding the line. And so when you're in those moments, and I think as we're talking about even knowing what, how are we aware that there's a spiritual attack? I think that was so good that you mentioned, sometimes you're not even on, you're not even aware until after you're like, wait a minute, that was a full on, this is not of God. Yeah. Like, why did I give into that? And sometimes it's like an emotion that you have. I don't think there's anyone in the world that does never has anxiety or stress. That's not true. But we don't have to choose to live out of that place. But it could come out of wanting to do your best or some good, like that good adrenaline. But sometimes we get paralyzed. Like there's, I'm talking a little bit about like to say like we never have anxiety or stress. That's not true. You and I are both say that's so not true. But we're talking about when we live under that spirit and we operate out of that spirit. As soon as we feel it, we submit it to Christ, but we still feel that no matter what victory is in, we have to take authority and walk in that. But when you have those physical, like I often don't have physical anxiety attacks or feeling like I can't breathe or that pit in my stomach. That's not common. And those are outright like, this is unbelievable. Or I've had moments when, well, it is believable. We don't align with um, disbelief, (laughs) but it's believable because the enemy will do that. Or I've had moments where all of a sudden I've become so angry like out of like just over a situation so angry and i realized this is actually like god is there exactly is there sin in my life yeah or like what's showing up here what's showing showing up up here and it's a spiritual authority i need to take of sin but also not allow a spirit of anger to take over so sometimes these emotions can be so like at the at the top of the scale that's one way you do know when there's such a physical reaction yeah. to something, you're like, okay, this is something that's coming. I've got to first check what's happening inside, but also what is happening on the outside in the spirit that's causing this kind of abrasive reaction. And yeah. so those are, I think those are really two powerful truths you just shared as well, because we always have to look at the inside because the enemy is powerless over us, but we give over power by the way we with sin, by what we believe 
Uh, but it says in or giving in just giving into that spirit the fear the attack the anxiety the stress giving into that is also part of the way that the enemy wins um, and that darkness begins to overtake us right Mm -hmm. we attack we align we attach or or partner or you know take it on as a companion and then try to continue on in our life in that in that place i think what's so interesting too about as these attacks come and they can come in any way i think anxiety or fear or stress they're like the manifestation of something else yeah it it, it's not the thing it's actually not the thing that is coming against us it's the way it manifests i i think Mm -hmm. i think it's not specific to the fear or anxiety i think there's something else that's taking place or that's trying to win out or that's trying to to take ground in your life um, and it's coming out as anxiety but but i think what's so interesting is that as the enemy presses up against us as he pushes the darkness against us like that. And again, he always knows where to get us. He always knows how to play his hand in order to get us off our game or get us, you know, just off kilter. Mm -hmm. Um, He knows where our weakness lies, whether it's in insecurity, whether it's in fear, whether it's in worry, whether it's in, you know, yeah, jealousy, lying, you know, whether it's even just in dissatisfaction, just a deep dissatisfaction with where we are at or what, whatever it is, he knows how to get to us. But I think what's so interesting is that, you know, in the scriptures, in God's word, he gives us the exact remedy for when this comes, right? That he comes against us with things that are not from God, and again, are also against God. They, they go against his way and his kingdom. And so in the moment, if we're aware, if our mm-hmm. eyes are open and if we're alert, we can actually get on our knees, humble ourselves before our king, lay down the very thing he's throwing up in our face, give it to God and stand up in the fullness of the provision that God has made for us already that's available. Or we can choose to take the bait, right? But it's like, if we're aware, if our eyes are open, he shows his hand. It's like you just said in anger. Like It's like I could see in such a loud way. So this anger comes on like unexpected and doesn't make any sense. It's so big and loud. You would think if our eyes were open, we could see, oh my goodness, like this is not from God. I'm not going to align. I am going to align to God's provision and get thee behind me, Satan. Mm -hmm. Like recognize Mm -hmm. the attack for what it is, where it's coming from. Because you say this often, he always shows his hand. Always. He's not subtle and he's not. But so often we actually get overtaken by these things because they play into weaknesses in our very heart that we're afraid of, that we're, you know, yeah, that we have like those, those are weaknesses inside of us. And so it plays right into sort of our wiring. But if we could be aware, if we can, if our eyes can be open and we can be aware and we can respond in repentance and humility and confession and bring it before the Lord and lay it down before our King, the provision has already been made for us to walk in. Now, saying that, that sounds really great and lovely and easy and so beautiful, but that's not an easy place to get to. And sometimes, like what we're talking about today, there's a fight 
to get to that place, there's a fight. Mm. And so I think it might be helpful and practical to talk about like, how do you press through? Like, what do you do when you can feel like, okay, like I, I'm having, so, so for both of us, it manifested like an anxiety pit, a deep, like just a fit. We could feel it physically. How do I press through this? It's not going away. I prayed. It's not going away. How do we push through this attack? Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? What do you do in that place? Well, I think, you know, the word is hold the line. I think in your own life, like hold the line and you don't know how long it will take for breakthrough. Right. We can't control that. We can do like we've said, what we can do is submit to Christ who controls the spiritual realm. Like we actually have authority through the name of Jesus Christ, but it's him that brings a breakthrough. So hold the line. It might be in that moment. It might be a day. It might be a week. It might be a constant until there's a real breakthrough and you can really Find yourself holding the line till you have victory and peace. And so I, we want to comfort you today because we are, I'm going to talk a little bit about practical, but just to let you know that we share in the struggle, like, you know, we, even us talking, like it's even hard for us to admit when we're struggling. It's even hard for us to say, I'm feeling anxiety here. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling angry or hurt. Like even when I was talking about that spirit of anger, oftentimes it's, it's suppressed emotion. That has nothing to Uh, do with that one experience. That thing that that made you angry, yeah. But the enemy just uses that and Mm -hmm. wants to pull me in as bait. But isn't it so interesting? I I just think about that because literally he's using something that God actually wants to use to heal you. Like the very reason that thing is showing up in your life is because God wants to bring healing, but the enemy's trying to exploit it. But again, if our eyes could see that healing, God's purpose in it is healing. It's for your good. It's such a cool, it it almost makes an attack kind of exciting because the ultimate thing that God wants to do is bring healing. But yeah. Now I know here I'm doing my, my Enneagram seven reframing on, but I'm getting excited as we're talking about this because again, you see these things flare up and you're like, where did that come from? You know, or you're like, it, you get upset about that that showed up and how could I, I should be further than I am. And why is this happening? And all these things. And you're like, no, this is for your healing. God actually has a purpose in this, a beautiful plan and purpose for your thriving and flourishing. Are you going to let the enemy, are you going to take the bait of the enemy? Are you going to let that healing come over, right? Get close to the king, get into his presence and let him bring light in in the midst of all of that darkness, it's a powerful thing. Sorry, I interrupted no, you. I love that. Well, I, the enemy meant for evil. God turns it for good. If we allow God, like we come with what we've, you know, we're struggling with, or even the, like when we give into that, there's no, there's, you can just turn it right now. If you're like, oh my goodness, now that you're talking, like those are listening might be saying, oh my goodness, I've been going through this. I haven't even thought of it that it could be a full on attack right now. Get on your knees and repent and bring it to the king and ask God and hold the line, hold the line for peace, hold the line for victory, hold the line for him to bring joy, for healing, for healing, because God is showing something in your life. And that's a beautiful thing. The enemy plays, but God, but God, I love that. It's so true. So for example, this happened. I preached on Sunday. I'm a newer preacher in the sense of preaching publicly. And when you do, it's a very vulnerable space. 
and <laughs> you you feel the weight you and you should you should feel the weight of that in the sense of it's a real honored position and delivering the word of god and the weightiness of that that is coming from your spirit what god's doing in you too we're not just you're not just delivering a message from a piece of paper but it's actually living in you and god challenges you in that and you know what the enemy also challenges you in it to defeat you to discourage you and so on and on top and on top of that you were alone I was alone. Yeah. You know, we, cause we were, we weren't here and you like didn't have the covering of the house. Really. You had to, you had mm-hmm. to kind of stand up in that space. So yeah. even more yeah. vulnerable, really. Yeah. 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 Oh, crushing snakes. So, anyway, <laughs> so I, I got, yeah, I preached and I felt I gave everything I could prayed a lot into the message. And then on Monday morning I woke up, like I was saying at four 30 with that full on attack. And I just, so what I did is I got up and at first I didn't recognize it right away. Like I, I woke up and I was like so overcome with anxiety that I was almost like, oh my goodness, what do I do with this? What is going on? I went downstairs and I just felt like all of a sudden, all the stuff of my message started coming back. You shouldn't have said this, especially in this type of climate. That's a very dangerous, you just hit a hot spot. You know, you're causing tension, you're dismantling, you were too hard on the people. All this started going through my mind and immediately I was like, this is not true. This is not true. But then I I would sit down and I would start to journal and then it would come in another wave. And I just got to, I just stood up and I started praying in the Holy Spirit. And I just started praying and pressing in the Holy Spirit. Now, if you don't have, you know, the spiritual gift yet of praying in the Holy Spirit, grab the word of God and just start praying the the scriptures. Like find Google scriptures on spiritual warfare and just start to speak the promises of God for mm-hmm. your life. You know, that I'm more than a conqueror of yeah. Christ for he who loved yeah. us. You know, he's dismantled Colossians, read Ephesians, Philippians, armor of God, put on the arm. I, I mean, I just start to pray the scripture. Yeah. If you are, if you can pray, if you have the spiritual gift of praying in tongues, pray in tongues. And then I would sit down and I would just, I started opening my Bible and just started reading and it would come in another wave. Once again, got up and I just started to pray in the Holy spirit. And this went on for three hours that I wasn't even able to journal. Like I was showing you this morning, I maybe have half a page. I just, I was holding the line for peace, holding the line. And it was like right at the breaker point. And I'm still working through, but I just felt we're going to share a little bit about a vision. We, I felt a real vision that God gave me a picture of what was happening, but I felt the voice of God, which is the most comforting. But it was after about two and a half, three hours of just getting on my knees, praying the scriptures, praying the Holy spirit and wrestling it through, I felt like God just put in my heart, like, what audience are you playing to here, Rhonda? Have you asked me what I think? What do I think? And I just said, Father, forgive me. I haven't even asked you that. (laughs) What do you see? What do you think? And how do you feel about my, like the message I delivered and the lie, like what I'm feeling is being told to myself. And God just started to dismantle it. But it took a holding of the line and that happened in three hours. And that could be for some, I'm still feeling like even yesterday, it was still pressing waves. through. Yeah. I would have a couple hours of just total peace. And all of a sudden this wave would come over me again. And I just started praying in the Holy Spirit, started praying scriptures and declaring the word of God over my life and over the situation. So those are real practical things. And the another thing is I should, I should mention one of the first things I did after when Jay got up. Now I'm blessed to be married to someone who knows and loves Jesus and can press in. And immediately I said to Jay, you got to pray for me. I'm in spiritual warfare here. Like there is, this is not true. And I told Jay what was going on. And he said, Rhonda, those are complete lies. And I was like, I know I recognize that, but I don't feel it yet. 
Like I don't have the freedom yet in my mind and my spirit to actually believe that to not be, I'm feeling like a failure. He's still accusing you. He's still accusing me. I need you to speak over my life. I need you to agree in prayer. And so that's a really powerful thing that when you are struggling, yes, it's one thing in our, in holding the line, but there is another thing to come to call somebody. If you're, if you're not married to someone or with, or if you're living alone or you don't have someone in your home that you can just say, pray for me right now, call somebody say, I'm, I'm really in a spiritual attack today. Can you pray for me? Can you take authority for me and with me? Cause I'm in it. I, I don't have the freedom yet. And I'm, I'm kind of bound still in my mind and my heart. So that would be what I would say. And even last night before I went to bed, I said, Jay, you got to pray again. Like I'm still in this. And, uh, today I'm, I feel almost like I woke up this morning feeling like a little bit of an exhaustion spiritually, but not the same anxiety, but there's remnants. So I'm at the tail end. I believe in Jesus name, Yeah. but holding the line. So that mm-hmm. would be a practical example of what's just happened in 24 hours. And also I was super careful yesterday of what I watched, what I absorbed with the influence. I just pretty much absorbed myself listening to the dwell app, the word of God, when you're in it, you have to be really mindful that of what you're also subjecting yourself to put on worship. That's very music. wise. That's very you know, wise. What your eye gates are watching. Like don't numb yourself. Don't sit or watch something or absorb things that are just garbage. Be, when you're holding the line, you're not just sitting back. Like you're literally at the like full everything in you in those movies. Think of that when they're holding the line, it takes everything. So absorb yourself with everything you can to give you strength. And that comes from the word of God and the spirit of God. So that would be the last 24 hours would be an example. How about for you? Yeah, that's powerful. That's so, so powerful. Um, Yeah. I mean, very, very similarly too. yeah, the, the spirit begins to pray right away. And often like it'll just, when it starts, I, I don't, well, I never know if it's me, like if it's something I'm pressing through or if it's something I'm pressing through on behalf of someone else. And I have to confess that whenever I sense it or feel it, I always have this like, like sense that again, there is a pushing back of darkness, but I always have this, oh, I don't even want to confess this, but I always have this sort of fear that something bad is about to happen. Like I, because again, in the line of work that we do and in like, there's a constant, it's constant problems. Like we just every day, all day, which you wouldn't think because from the outside looking in, it looks like it's the most wonderful, (laughs) encouraging, blessed, and it is, but it is a job of problems, of problems of people, of problems of team, of problems of, you know, solving a congregational problem, solving even a societal problem. It's constant problems that are being thrust up to lead and to have to make decisions about and to have to navigate through. And so in the midst of that, there are always challenges that come. And and sometimes the Lord gives me a heads up when something is about to happen. And it's part of even my own preparation f- to deal with that very thing so that that thing doesn't take me out. So that, so that 
that thing doesn't shock me to the point of like, I'm taken out for a bit. Like I can't deal with it. So he'll sometimes give me a little bit of a heads up. Sometimes it feels like this, like it feels like an attack. Like I can feel it a little anxious and I have to pray through, but I'm preparing, like I'm aware and prepared. Or sometimes, you know, he gives me a dream or a sense or even tells me, says, you know, be ready for this. And and I, I can have a sense of what is about to come. Not specifically, but but generally speaking. So I never know when this kind of thing happens, what, what it's about. And I always have this, I have to lay down every time a fear of, oh no, like what now? Like what's coming? Like what's coming down the pike? But I do believe in the power of prayer. Like I absolutely believe in the power of prayer. And I do believe that when we pray and when we intercede, that we actually can push back the plans of the enemy, that actually he does mean to uh, rob, to kill, to destroy, but that as as we pray, God's will can prevail in the midst of that. And so so that's why I turn very quickly to pray and intercede. Now, one thing I also am going to confess that you just shared that I almost never do, which, man, I'm just feeling such conviction about it now, but I almost never reach out to someone to pray with me or to join me as I pray through whatever I'm, I'm feeling or sensing. Not even Jay. I don't even tell him. Like, he'll be like, what's wrong? He can see that I am like, there's something that's on my mind. There's something that, that's distracting me because it does sort of even take over my my mood, my like physically, like it, ta- it does take over. Like it takes a lot of attention from from what I'm doing. And he, he'll notice, but I almost, I very rarely tell him about it or talk about it. I'm such an internal like processor of my feelings and things, but I, I just feel a conviction about that as, you know, as we're here that no, like I'm not meant to fight alone. I'm not meant to war alone. We're a body and we're supposed to come alongside each other. But if I never say I need help, I need backup, I need, like if I never say I need not even to Jay, not even to you, not even to anybody. Like, oh, it's so prideful. That's really like a, a you know, my pride. So Lord, forgive me for that. Anyways, I'm going to grow in that. I, I'm going to, as we, as we, I, I feel that right now. Um, so I never know where it's coming from or what's going to happen as a result. This past weekend, I felt it too, very, quite strong and quite overwhelming. And so, um, after praying through and just like in my spirit, praying, um, interceding, um, just praying in the spirit, worshiping, trying to push push back, it, it didn't leave. And so I woke early, early in the morning as well the next day. And I just sat with the Lord and I said, okay, I am going to write down in my journal every single thing that is unsettled in my life right now That's powerful. that could be causing any kind of anxiety. So I started and I, I specifically wrote the things down. This is bothering me. This situation, this person is struggling right now. And it's really like, it's really, I'm burdened for them. This situation is not as it should be. My kids, these things are happening with my kids. And I, you know, I'm pushing through this and wanting to pray through this. We did have a really intense situation, a family situation situation at home with one of my kids as well. Um, And I thought maybe that's what it was, but it didn't leave once that situation resolved. So I realized that's not, that wasn't only it. 
So again, I'm writing down all of these things. And I'm saying, as I write these down, I, 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 I like to pray with my journal. I like to pray and write my prayer down and talk to God as I write and as I journal. So I'm saying to God, Lord, I do not receive anxiety. Anxiety is not from you. Dread is not from you. Fear is not from you. And so I'm going to lay down everything I'm upset about, just even a little bit upset about, like I'm worried about or concerned about or thinking about. I'm going to write it all down. And I I write this and I'm going to lay this down. I'm going to lay every single one of these down. And I ask you, God, to speak to me about these things and tell me, where am I taking on more than what you've asked me to carry? Which one of these things are the thing that's, you know, I've, I'm taking on something I was never meant to take on. And so I start writing all these things down and there quite a few things came out I, that I didn't even really realize, right? Wow. Because you don't actually realize in a moment when you're just feeling overwhelmed, what is causing you to feel that way? What are the things that are going on in your life that are sort of pushing you into this feeling? And so for me, I just started to write those down one at a time. And then after I wrote them all down, I, I asked the Lord and I said, God, now I want to lay all these things down at your feet. I don't want to take on more than what you have called me to take on, even in prayer, even as I lead some of these situations I have personal leadership in, some of these situations I have something I need to do, but I don't want to take on more than what you've asked me to do. I really wanted to submit myself to God's will and God's way because I I felt like if I could do that, that I could move forward without anxiety and without fear because I felt like if I was being completely obedient to Christ and laying it all down, it would come from a place of rest, not from a place of striving, not from a place of anxiety, you know? And then there's some other dreams that are starting to stir that I'm really feeling called to, but I also really feel intimidated by, like so intimidated by. And this is a normal process for me. I've gone through this many, many, many times as I sense God saying to me, this is what I'm calling you to do. This is what I'm calling you to lead. This is the vision I'm giving you. And then I'm like, well, I can't do that. Like, I'm not even capable of doing that. I don't even know how to do that. And thus we go, we go on this journey that I'm like beyond overwhelmed and beyond inadequate to accomplish. And so there's this constant and continual space of laying down even the very dream. And so I've spoken about this many, many times, but my Isaac, my promise, I have to lay it down over and over and over again. And so part of this dream was part of what I was laying down. And I literally said to God, God, if I'm going ahead of you, if I am moving forward in this dream in a way that you have not called me to, I lay it down. I don't care if this is a vision you've given me. I don't care if I know this is from you, but if I'm doing it in my own strength, then I lay it down, sacrifice it, take it. It's my, it's my Isaac. I'm putting it on the altar. I don't want it. I'll, I'll stop. I won't even do it if you don't want me to, but you have to tell me. And I just had this sense, like, am I missing the strategy? Am I missing the strategy? And I started to think about even all the crazy stories in the Bible where, you know, the men, the men and women of God took ground, but they did it in such unconventional ways. Like sometimes we just press ahead of God it, the vision is from God. The dream is from God. The thing that we're doing is from God, but sometimes we just go at it in our own strength. So that was another thing I was just laying down. I was laying down all these things. So I laid it all down, gave it to God. 
repented for anything I picked up that was not my own. And then I closed my journal and I went on with my day and I said, Lord, speak to me today. And throughout the whole day, the Lord just kept bringing things to mind. He said, here, you've picked up disappointment and unforgiveness here. Forgive that person. You've done, and he started all day long, all day long. You've taken on more than I've asked you to. That was never mine. You you picked up something that wasn't yours to pick up. All day long, he started to release. And one by one, one by one, slowly, all of these things started to release. And again, so it was very specifically, the very thing that the enemy was throwing in my face, all I needed to do was get on my knees and lay it down humbly before the Lord, repent for all that I had taken on that wasn't mine to take, give it back to him. And then I I was able to walk in the provision of peace. I was able to walk in the provision. So that sounds so lovely to say, but this is a, this is a wrestle. This is an absolute wrestle. And then in that place too, just on the same day, yesterday morning, the Lord just gave me this, this beautiful vision. This this beautiful picture of what it's like to leave behind all the stuff that we hold onto so tightly and what we actually get when we put it all down and lay it down and come into his presence. So yeah, that's a bit of, I think, a very practical way to deal with anxiety, to deal with worry, to deal with stress, to deal with when you're feeling like, okay, what is going on? That's that's what I did and that's what I do. And yeah, God's God's faithful to me, but it doesn't happen often immediately, but he's faithful and he will speak and he will show you. Pausing. Should we do our word and it's like part one, part two? Yeah, I think we should do it on a different one. Because that's so powerful what you're saying. Like yeah. I almost feel like then to transition. No, no, no. Let's do the words do on warfare a different one. one warfare yeah. like two. Yeah. Warfare yeah, yeah, for sure. So profound what you Oh, good, good. Yeah, I know. I was good. like, oh, no, 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 so that's perfect. This talk, but I was like, why yeah, don't we do two. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why I definitely. paused it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what do we pick up here? Keep uh, that was just so good. you can just com- just comment on you can just take it from there. That is so powerful, Lori. I love your authenticity because these are the boots on the ground type of things that we need to learn and apply. And you know, even though we've been applying them, they still take us sometimes out of like out of nowhere. Oh, we step back and we're like, it's what? not per- it's not about perfection. <laughs> no, it's about a pro. It's just about walking with God, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. We are on this side of heaven. What we long for will come, but on this side, this is how we can overcome. And it's by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so this is our testimony to say today you can be an overcomer because you serve the one that overcomes. And it happens in these moments. It happens through repentance. It happens from getting, it first happens getting on our knees. Prayer is never a last resort. It's the only resort. It's the only place to be. And it's not a sideline thing that we just pray when we're desperate or in trouble. We actually pray because we are desperate and we're in trouble every single moment without God. But with God, we are more than overcomers. And this is a testimony today to say that this is how we can overcome. And it's by acknowledging that Jesus Christ is Lord in all of our lives and all those areas and spaces that we need to confess, lay down. Maybe perhaps God's given you something, but you're running ahead of God. And this might be a wake up call to be like, wait a minute, I've never really thought about that. Or, you know, I'm struggling with this. Wow. What am I actually struggling with? The, and not to feel condemned, 
but to say, wow, God, you're bring, the enemy is bringing it to light, but thank you that you're going to actually use it for healing. <laughs> Take that crushing snakes. You know what? I love that. <laughs> yes. I love that. How even in that, I love in Colossians, there's a scripture I love that God talks about Jesus disarmed the enemy and by really shaming him by the cross. And it kind of is that the enemy throws something in our face and it literally comes right back to shame him because there's victory. Amen. There's yes. victory. So today, even may condemnation lift off you to say, man, I've been living under this. I'm not, a, you know, I don't have enough faith or how have I not seen this? Right now, know that God has just illuminated this and allowed the enemy to bring, to allow this to happen, to bring you to a greater place of healing and freedom, greater place of surrender that you can really see your need and say, wow, okay, God, you're going to use this for good and go deeper that I'm struggling with this because there's a different, there's a deeper area you want to heal and set me free. And so, and even as you were sharing, I was thinking about yesterday when I was struggling through that, you know, a lot was pleasing man pleasing did I do a good job I, I really didn't anyone no one really said much or like and all of a sudden you're thinking oh my goodness I am playing to an audience God's going to those areas so he allowed that all to happen for me even to be more surrendered to God to say you know what above all it's about you and it's not about me and my pride yeah. my stinking pride starve it so I just want to starve that pride right now starve oh, it and squish it yeah but we really want to be encouraging to you today to say that there is freedom for you in the name of Jesus. And as you're walking through, perhaps today you're holding the line. Perhaps you've been holding the line for a while. Yeah. That you would be encouraged and to take heart. Yeah. Do not grow weary or tired, but wait upon the Lord. For those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. So keep going back to so the word. Good. Keep absorbing, surrounding yourself. When you're holding the line especially, just be really intentional and mindful of what you're allowing into your spirit. And don't numb it out. Go there with God and he will speak to you. And there will be breakthrough. We know that because that's the God we serve. That's That will happen. Yeah. You know what? I have another confession to make actually in the midst of this. <laughs> I feel like this is a Lori repentance uh, session. But honestly, no, that's so, so powerful what you said. And you just said it twice. So I feel like I have to <laughs> I have to own it and acknowledge what you talked about numbing. So over the weekend, <laughs> in the midst of pressing through this, I picked up a numbing, a little bit of numbing in the process. And so I... <laughs> <laughs> I found this little game on my phone and it was just a dumb game. Like it's just a stupid little like ball sort game, which I was totally getting addicted to, but I've literally like done 120 levels of this game over the weekend as I sort of numb myself yeah. as I was trying to process. But no, honestly, I feel conviction about that because I'm like, it's wasted time. It's wasted mind time as well. And I think in the midst of it, we are looking for something to comfort the unrest in our spirit, but there is no external comfort that can be found. There isn't. And so all of those places that we're looking for to grab some sort of external comfort for the unrest in our spirit is only going to lead us to further... Uh, it's to get further away from the truth, from the answer, from what it is that we need. And sometimes we actually have to just let ourselves, I'm saying this to myself, I speak this to myself, I have to just let myself sit in the discomfort, sit in the yeah. unrest and press through it and not try to numb or comfort myself in the midst of it. So I did, I picked up a game over this weekend, which is not a common thing for me, like 
at all. I don't play games on my phone ever. Like I never do that. So I can see this little connection between pressing through and then just picking up this tiny numbing thing. And I probably spent a couple hours like over the course of the whole weekend numbing myself to this dumb game, which I am going to delete off my phone because I don't need it. I don't need it. You know what I'm saying? So that's really good advice. I really appreciate that. And that's my confession. And I'm going to delete the game from my phone. <laughs> I love that. I know. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Just yeah. All of us. Yeah. We have to do it. So anyways, but that's powerful. So again, we hope that you grabbed some, even just some practical tools um, from this podcast today of what to do when you're in there. And, uh, and we want you to know, we want you to hear. And the reason we talked about this today is because we, we want you to know that in that place, you're not alone. And in that place, it's not about what did you do wrong? Like, don't sit in that place. That's, That's the so place good. of condemnation that the enemy would love to just get you stuck in. It's because you, you know, have done this and done this and done this. And it's because you're sinful. No, we are sinful. Like this is just, just, just agree with him. Say, yeah, it is. That's why I need Jesus. Like you don't, yes. you don't have to sit in a place of condemnation and all these things you've done wrong. All you need to do, all you need to do is press through, press through, put the armor on, press through, go to the word of God, write journal, pray, listen to worship and press through, hold your ground because you have authority in Christ and remember your position, remember your place Amen. in Christ in the midst of that and press through, but get to the root of it. And, and the only way you're going to get to the root of it is if you ask God to show you, you have to ask him because we are not able to see it on our own. And we're masters of deception. We're masters of even deceiving ourselves. Our our hearts are deceitfully wicked. We don't know it just in ourselves. We have to lay it down, ask God to bring revelation. And I would have never guessed the things that the Lord just placed on my heart because they were really small. They were so small that I didn't even think it was a thing, but it was a thing. And I needed to lay it down and I needed to address it and I needed to confess it. And so again, the Lord will bring that revelation. The Holy Spirit inside of you will bring that revelation because he wants healing. He wants you to be healed. He wants you to be whole. So even as you press through it, be encouraged that healing is coming, that provision is coming in the midst of this for you. God means for good what the enemy wants to use for evil through like through this very situation. So we leave you with that encouragement today and remember to put your complete confidence in God because he has complete confidence in you. And you can crown him as king of your life. You that is where he needs to be. That is where his rightful place is. So as we crown him as king of our hearts, he crowns us as sons and daughters of his kingdom. So God bless you today. Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and he is always with you.